Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors, your wide-angle look at the field of PR and what it means for your company. Your host is Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield. Every firm has a compelling narrative that sets them apart from the crowd. In your company, you can use your own background and storytelling to your advantage as well as that of your business. Now, here are your hosts, Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield. Good morning. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen, and welcome to the Brand Ambassadors. Uh, as always, I'm joined by Gary Potterfield. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Merritt. How are you? Uh, I'm great. You know, we're going to be broadcasting from all four time zones today. I hadn't thought of that. Um, that's a good point. You're right. How about that's pretty cool. Yeah, Gary's in Houston today. Of course, I'm in Albuquerque, and then our guests will be joining us from Georgia and California. So whether it's 6 a.m. and you're getting your first cup of coffee or it's 9 o'clock and uh, you're settling in at your desk, we hope you'll uh, uh, listen throughout our show today and join us. Uh, call in at 866-472-5790 or email us your uh, questions and comments at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com. Merit. Well, today uh, uh, one thing we're I was finally say, yes. I was going to say one thing real quick. Um, I mean, I know that we have the four most important time zones, but there are a few others around the globe. You know, I know that we get we get some call we get some listeners from Ireland and other countries. So we just have the, the four coolest uh, time zones. But back to you. No, and I hope we're getting. Um, I hope we're getting uh, uh, listeners from Poland, where we've uh, got our newest Vox Optimite supporting the Joint Forces Training Center in NATO. So even if you can't listen live, because it's uh, let's see, it would be three o'clock in the afternoon there, so he's probably still working. Maybe he'll pick us up on pack, podcast and grow our Polish audience. Yeah, and we'll actually we'll be able to tell. We'll just check our social media to see if there's any posts at uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. Polish time, so we'll be able to check and see. <laughs> anyway, back. Go and, ahead. And that's it. We're finally, and we're finally going to address the monolith of uh, social media. There's so many ways to look at it. We've touched on it. Uh, we've dabbled in it on this show. Certainly, it's a way that organizations, employees, we all tell our story. Uh, but I, I think we're going to be a little more uh, incisive and focus on, uh, again, organizations and their employees. Yeah, uh, I, I, this is a subject I think I, there's probably shows that are dedicated completely to this subject because it's such a, uh, a vast one. And it's, it's fascinating because it. Uh, a subject that, uh, like in so many things in the modern world, uh, that uh, just a short number of years ago was a non-thing. Social media, what the heck is that? Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, and uh, your social media personality as an employee it's very different, um, particularly if you are in public service, if you are a first responder. Uh, there's a lot of visibility on what you're posting on social media. Um, of course, social media is where the Me Too campaign broke. So uh, uh, it, it can seem daunting. And I think a lot for a lot of companies, the mindset would be, oh, well, let's just not do it. This is too scary. Right. Well, even if a company decides not to do it because it's too scary, it's already being done because they have employees. 
And if they haven't, I'd love to find the, it'd be interesting in this today to find a company that did, ha- that, that had no social media presence of any kind, including personal ones from their employees. Does that company even exist? Right. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, the other mindset is, well, I'm going to trust my employees, so I'm just not going to worry about it. And they're going to do what they're going to do, and I trust that they'll always do the right thing. I think that's the Vox Optima policy. Well, well, yeah, that's a good, and I think that's a, we'll hear we'll be talking quite a bit about that uh, during the during the show because that is that is I was thinking about that this morning. That kind of is the Vox Optima policy. Interesting too because you know we're a company that uh, you know public relations, communications, and um, and so social media is very important. But but then again, we're relatively small. You get to a company that if you're a company in the size in the twenties. Um, you, you can you, you without having to look at it too carefully. You'll still uh, be able to uh, know what's going on from a social media perspective. You have a company of twenty thousand employees. It's a totally different. Absolutely, and uh, you know we, we have had issues uh, in the past. We've had employees. Uh, complain about clients uh, on social media when those clients are also connections on social media? Yes, that has happened. That has happened. <laughs> um, of so. course, and I, I will, uh, you know, it's, um, uh, I, I, you know, there, there's a lot going on politically. I mean, certainly the 2016 election was heavily driven by social media for good or for not uh, and uh, it, it can uh, I think the question is uh, what what do you want for your organization and uh, what uh, what uh, what limits um, if any do you think uh, should be placed on your employees right now tricky. we're not placing it, any limits but that's that's the box optimal way well, <laughs> Well, we, we don't place any limits, but then again, if you and and uh, and uh, one of our guests, John uh, Barnett, has uh, forwarded us some uh, you know material that he's been looking at. Um, that I just did a quick review, and uh, yeah, and there's things in there about uh, you know there there's there are legal issues. You know, a company can be held le- uh, held liable for things that happen in social media from their own employees in their own personal accounts if it relate if it relates to in some fashion to uh, your company. So you. Uh, so you, there are issues that you that, that you have to be aware of, uh, or you may have to deal with, even if you're not aware of them. I think I think the most obvious um, uh, case of that would be some sort of insider trading, where uh, an individual on their individual Twitter might, uh, who uh, who works for a financial firm might um, uh, tip something off on their own personal. Uh, uh, social media accounts, um, either possibly inadvertently or to uh, drive price in a specific direction. Uh, I want to friend those people, whoever they are. I'm going to find what's going on. Wait a minute. <laughs> right. If you're the if you you're the recipient of beneficiary of insider <laughs> trading, right? Not not an initiator. Not an initiator. Uh, I think the other part of it, though, is if uh, the other the other uh, one that is would be common uh, would be. Um, you know, someone uh, posts something libelous uh, or, or inflammatory or something, and and then the question becomes: Well, is this a private citizen doing this, or is this a representative of Company X doing this, or what's the role the Company X plays? Now, but you know what? Even if that inflammatory statement 
uh, is not directly related to you and it's found that you're not culpable as a company, that doesn't mean you're not going to be negatively affected seriously uh, by that, that, uh, that situation. Well, and, you know, and that's the challenge um, with the uh, state-sponsored uh, uh, accounts, uh, by which I mean mostly Russia, but uh, uh, state-sponsored accounts promulgating uh, kind of uh, hysterical or at least, at least histrionic news uh, to evoke the most uh, emotional reaction possible in uh, social media users. And... Uh, some of this stuff looks uh, very believable, so uh, it, it's it's certainly possible uh, uh, to re- uh, repost or uh, like or share something that's completely false, and you really have no way of knowing. Yeah, well, there, and there's uh, some lots of stuff in the news today about the um, uh, social media platforms that are uh, that are taking actions uh, to. Um, combat those things but uh, uh, some of the actions that are they're taking at least from my read uh, seem to be uh, I guess they're doing their best but uh, it seems to me that uh, they, they they cause as much problem as they solve but I guess we'll see uh, as time goes by and that'll be another juicy topic we can have um, during this call during our, our show today with John and Rachel so interesting yeah, stuff like we're going to be joined by John Barnett and Rachel. Is, or we're going to be joined by John Barnett and Rachel O'Sullivan, um, uh, longtime Vox Optima communication experts, of course, uh, fellow Navy public affairs veterans, and uh, uh, doing doing a lot for our clients and our company uh, in social media. Yeah, and uh, it's the. the <laughs> They, they, it's it's fascinating these two folks because they uh, from a personality perspective they couldn't be too, couldn't be more opposite. <laughs> um, they're, they're best friends and they're of course best friends of ours. But uh, and it's uh, it, it is uh, it is interesting. We have the uh, uh, we have the uh, Rachel the uh, you know the, the the social butterfly and uh, John the social cur- curmudgeon. Uh, I had to pull to get John on this call today. John, you've got to do this for country. Do it for God and country. Well, and, you know, I, 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 I strongly recommend um, if you're going to be at all cautious about social media, you want to curmudgeon and try, and try to do social media policy. We, we've done that. Right. And, uh, 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 it's, and it, it's worked out gangbusters for us. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, he's, uh, uh, John is um, uh, extremely, um, he, he, he's always looking out for what's going on and, and he does a good, great job of, um, of helping us with this show in terms of getting our social media, uh, social media uh, word out there about the show. So that'll be good. To, uh, we're looking forward to that. So it's going to be a fun uh, remainder of the hour. Who knows where it's going to go? We all talk together a lot. Um, we have calls uh, from the company perspective, uh, but we'll see where this one goes. Uh, you know, you and I talk over each other. Wait till we get the other two, the, these other two on the call. Oh, I know. I know. We, we need like smoke signals or something. You know, um, you know what we haven't done or I've not been invited to in forever is the virtual happy hour. I really want to make that. I was thinking about that merit from a perspective of the, you know, the, the brand ambassador audience to say, hey, let's let's mm-hmm. we should we have to have one of those and uh, and get the um, and, and get the world inv- uh, involved. Uh, we we'll we'll talk about the uh, we'll talk about that and other things um, 
When we come back in just a minute, we're uh, again, we're going to be joined by John Barnett and Rachel O'Sullivan. We're talking social media. We're talking about its policy implications for a company and other things. Um, you are listening to the Brand Ambassadors, and please um, uh, join John and join Rachel and Merritt and I uh, by calling us at uh, 866-472-5790 or by emailing us at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com. And we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program welcome back to the brand ambassadors I'm Merritt Hamilton-Allen, joined by Gary Potterfield, and with us this morning are Rachel O'Sullivan and John Barnett. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Uh, you know, we've, uh, we're doing this show. Hey, yeah, it, it worked. We didn't talk over each other. So, uh, we're, you know, we're doing this without visuals. And the main reason we're doing this without visuals is uh, it's 7 a.m. my time and 6 a.m. Rachel's time, and neither one of us want to be seen like that. Absolutely not. I'm wearing my Merlin bathrobe. 
No My mind is glory. red and fuzzy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do want to um, uh, kind of start off uh, uh, with John and ask him uh, to tell us a little bit about that email we got from Twitter on Saturday about our uh, our uh, company handle and uh, the research they'd done on some of our followers. Okay, well, <clears throat> Twitter, uh, as most everybody knows, has been under, like a lot of the social media giants, has been under a lot of fire lately because of uh, the Russian collusion stuff. Um, so one of their efforts to try and combat that is uh, going through and uh, notifying its users that they may or may not have been sharing, following, liking, or looking at people who are... Um, essentially bad actors in the social media world. Uh, <clears throat> that kind of took, took me a little bit by surprise, and um, I've been having to uh, try and find some time to go through all of our followers to see if I could f- identify who that might be. But uh, I was a little concerned about it because now they, they may have unintentionally started some sort of Twitter witch hunt as to who is who's who's the bad actor, who's not. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> I can understand why they, you know, where they're coming from, but I I think their unintended consequences are going to be uh, interesting to watch, to say the least. I agree with that. And you uh, that, certainly that, keep an eye. Uh, yeah, and you keep an eye on who follows us. I I do my best, but the uh, <clears throat> the list has gotten uh, uh, fairly fairly lengthy over the years. I mean, uh, obviously we're not, we're not in the um, presidential and Walt Disney World type categories, but we, we still have a lot of followers, and some of them are, um, some of them, some of them are just, you know, like uh, lurkers. They tweet every so often, uh, and then they disappear for a while. Um, so, you know, it, it, it just kind of depends. You no matter what you do, you have to kind of watch your, your feeds to see uh, certainly what people are saying about you. Um, and you, you, know, you also want to kind of keep an, idea, uh, keep an eye on what your followers are saying just so that you, know, you don't wind up getting social media stink on you just by association. Yeah, that's a reasonable point. One thing that gets me, though, I think, is that, is that uh, <clears throat> because and I emailed back to you guys about this, is that it's like, wow, I just noticed that this is about who we're following and who we're liking and comments that we're liking rather than the other way around. And uh, so uh, playing devil's advocate here, whether a, a comment comes from Attila the Hun or Mother Teresa, although I think Attila or, or neither one of those are going to post anytime soon. But if if they, you know, if if you agree yeah, with the comment, regardless of who, right, <laughs> regardless of who's posting it, you know, what what what's that that kind of got to me a little bit. I think it's probably what you're talking about, John, about some of the unintended consequences. Well, yeah, I mean, um, in today's environment, uh, especially on social media, you are, you are definitely judged by the company you keep. Um, so <clears throat> that's why uh, uh, companies uh, with their official social media uh, platforms, they, you know, they really have to have uh, a policy and a plan um, that, you know, guides and uh, guides their, their – uh, 
their content development, their postings, uh, their reactions to both positive, neutral, I guess it wouldn't be both, but their reaction to positive, neutral, and negative comments. Uh, because um, as as you saw in that uh, note I sent out a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago about the changes in Facebook, um, <clears throat> a lot of them are changing their models and their algorithms to uh, to rank uh, engagement as a much you know that's going to be the thing they look for as to where your uh, content is going to appear. If uh, if you're not getting a lot of engagement, if people aren't talking about and sharing your content, then you're you're headed for the seller. Whereas everybody who's got you know uh, stuff that everybody is wanting to see, that's obviously going to get higher up in the uh, in the rankings. Uh, that of course uh, will not affect the advertising side of it. You know, it, sort of like that uh, that bit uh, in a um, in a movie where the Business executive is getting on board with all this uh, engagement stuff. You know, getting families involved, getting you know, talking and stuff. All that gets the highest priority, except for profit. Uh, so Facebook's not going to really change its ad policies or the way ads work, uh, because let's face it. You know, they stopped being a social network and now they're a business. Uh, so the money is still going to be important, but. For every all the organic, self-created content, that's going to that's going to have to have a lot of engagement to get higher higher recognition. That was our required twenty-minute pause. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, it's interesting, John. Here's what I find. So, John, uh, you know, is uh, is the is the I guess the term is the moderator. Are you not? You're that's the term we would use. So we, even though we don't say that, you're the moderator for the Vox uh, for Vox. But it's interesting. You and I, John, are uh, the of the four on this call are the uh, least um, uh, active personally. Uh, you know, Merritt is 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 uh, on social media very often, as is a, a Rachel, certainly more than John and I. So, uh, uh, I wonder about our. Uh, what we, I mean, I haven't gotten a personal le- email from Twitter. I don't know, Rachel. Did has Twitter told you to that you're be, that you're following some ba- bad actor? No, I haven't received it. I am not. Uh, Twitter is not my my favorite uh, avenue or my favorite mode of social media. I really like, I still like Facebook. And uh, one, you know, one of the big advantages for me with Facebook is currently I have a son who's deployed. He's a Marine. And Facebook has made it very easy for me to communicate with him. So um, I give Facebook an A plus for overall communication I do, however, um, you know, like like anybody who is who is on social media, I I am somewhat horrified uh, sometimes by <laughs> by some of what I see, uh, some of the the just what I what I think of as irresponsible commentary, but again, it is. It's still important to keep these these um, these roads of communication open. So, you know, social social media is is the double edged sort of our generation. I think it's the most important yeah. one. 
Yeah, I saw an outrageous recipe video just the other day. It was, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, think the political posts um, really changed a lot of people's relationships in the last year. Snopes.com, everyone. That's all I can say. Snopes.com. Yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. If you see something that needs to be true, um, probably is. You're behind the power curve? Yeah, didn't you guys know? And all the the, uh, fact-checking websites are getting uh, hammered as well for being... Incorrect, uh, biased, etc., etc., etc. So uh, it's getting to the point where you know you can't please anybody, and there's no real bastion of trust anywhere, uh, which you know shows up in that latest uh, Edelman barometer of trust for 2018. Um, they decided to go ahead and lump uh, social media in with uh, what would be we would call traditional news media. Personally, I think it's a bad idea, but, you know, whatever. But <clears throat> those guys, um, both both groups, you know, ranked as an individual source, are you know, they're very low in the trust factor. Um, Facebook has taken major hits on trust. Twitter, major hits on trust. Um, the traditional, traditional media outlets um, are... Uh, taking a lot of hits on trust because, um, you know, either through perceptions of bias or, you know, the rash of uh, story retractions and apologies that have had to be, that have, that have come out over the last couple of years, uh, you know, as a country, uh, that the, the barometer shows that we have serious trust issues in the United States, and that is definitely impacting brands uh, whether they be commercial, governmental, NGO, whatever. Although I should I should point out that NGOs have the highest level of trust right now, albeit still low. I found it uh, interesting that uh, you know because Facebook is uh, they're 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 on the apology tour they're on the apology tour I know, um, and but I find it interesting that uh, what they're saying is. Um, well, in order to be- in order to better protect your privacy, we're going to monitor you more. Yep. <laughs> it, just, it just seems weird. Well, you see, that's, hey, you that's know what? one of the uh, things that most most people, uh, you know, uh, and it's a problem for brands as well. Uh, you you don't truly appreciate or understand how much personal information you are putting out there, and how much how how much you are kind of twisting in the wind. Uh, when you go on social media, you, you know, and that goes back to why it's so important to have that solid, good plan uh, in place to help guide you through it. Because when you when you go out on social media, you are basically putting yourself out there and say, "Hit me with your best shot." Yeah. Hey, and uh, uh, on that note, John, um, uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna take a break, and um, and I, when we come back, I definitely want to talk about. Um, uh, the uh, social media policy from a company perspective, and what we what we know, and what should what, what are the do's and don'ts. Uh, we talked a little bit, Merritt and I did at the beginning, but we're going to talk about some more. 
So um, uh, we have uh, we're, we're excited. We have uh, we have Rachel O'Sullivan, John Barnett, with uh, joining Merritt Allen and me uh, on the brand ambassadors, and uh, we're going to be back in a couple minutes. Make sure you give us a call or or drop us a line. And uh, this is the brand ambassadors, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program welcome back to the brand ambassadors i'm gary potterfield along with Merritt hamilton allen and our very special guests, our good friends, uh, Rachel O'Sullivan and uh, John Barnett. We are talking social media, and we're going to get into employee uh, the uh, uh, company policy rela- related to social media and employees. But uh, during the break, we were chatting a little bit, uh, and Rachel brought up the issue, the importance of, uh, of social media in terms of a potential hire. And I thought maybe we just take a couple seconds, a couple minutes rather, and talk about that. So what are your thoughts on, on that aspect of social media and uh, hiring, uh, Rachel? Well, I know for a fact uh, that 
all recruit. Well, I shouldn't say I know for a fact that all recruiters, all all the recruiters that I know, always examine a person's social media profile before recommending them or for before hiring them. It's just smart business. People have been burned in the past. They they'll go on social media or they don't go on social media to vet the person and down the road it turns out to really bite them where you find out that they belong to some um, anti-social group of some sort or that uh, their policies are just not in line with with your company so it's not a bad idea to to take a look and see what people are saying it can cause you uh, it's it's just a good insurance policy i believe and i know oh, absolutely and that's Asima, don't and we? that's no that's definitely that's something i do check out you know we do background checks which have become much easier uh, online so in addition to see if you have any um, outstanding uh, criminal prosecutions uh, unpaid traffic t- tickets. We also check to see if you're a moron in social media. Hey, I just want to give a quick shout out. Uh, we have a Vox Optima alumna uh, listening. She's IMing me on Facebook, JC Crydell. Uh, thanks so much for listening and uh, thanks thanks for your nice messages. I know uh, uh, everyone here wants to say hi to JC. Hi, JC. Miss you. Yeah, JC. I'm, I'm, I miss uh, hearing JC uh, typing during our calls, hitting her keyboard. <laughs> And, and bre- breaking her keys, which I hope she still does. <laughs> the that. loudest. She is the loudest typist in the con- typist in the continental U.S. I believe she's, that. She's... <laughs> I don't know. You guys accused me of being J.C. yesterday. I thought that J.C. had joined the call yesterday, the other day when we had the call, and then I was hearing this. And it, it was John. It, uh, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, but when J.C. typed, I always felt like it was intense. When you're typing like that, we think you're angry. Uh, I usually am. You guys don't type. To don't don't, my don't type angry, John. Don't type angry. <laughs> oh, funny. Somehow we should get back on whatever the heck the topic is here. Wait a minute. Uh, so, <laughs> we're employee Jesus, social Jesus media. Out to us on social media. Come on. <laughs> All right. So so someone let's let's, let's wrap this. Let's bring this back, and I want to and and. Uh, and uh, get to this uh, whole issue of social media policy. Real quick, John, w- uh, just give us the Reader's Digest. What have you heard? What are you reading? What are you learning uh, about what the trends are in terms of uh, company policies as they relate to social media? <clears throat> well, uh, sadly, uh, your best social media policy is going to involve lawyers. Um, you this is one of those times where I you really one. have to say again. I know one. Yes, I know you know one. You're married to one. <laughs> I'm on the uh, But no, seriously, um, you need to find you need to get some in-house counsel that's very familiar with Section Seven of the National National uh, Labor Relations Act. Uh, that's the one that uh, covers protected activities by your employees. It also tells you basically what you can and cannot do as far as um, uh, employee use of social media and their activities on it. Um, if you if you find yourself afoul of the of the act and that section of it, then you're going to find yourself uh, uh, getting uh, interesting letters from the National Labor Relations Board, 
and those guys can <clears throat> basically send you cease and desist letters, uh, fines, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So <clears throat> uh, you should definitely have um, in-house counsel look at your policy from the legal standpoint, and you should also be uh, developing your social media policy from a a branding and communication standpoint. You know, like what are you? Because employees are a great a great resource as brand ambassadors. You want them, you want them to be cheerleaders for for the company. You want them to uh, promote the company. You want them to uh, engage with uh, your audiences and customers and clients. Uh, all that is going to work in your favor uh, you know, as long as it stays positive, focused, and and aligned with your company core values. Um, it, <clears throat> you know, then there's also the the usual uh, uh, aspects of a of a good policy is. You know, regular training sessions, um, the do's and don'ts uh, that you expect. You know, uh, how much employees can uh, can uh, use uh, company company branding materials and stuff. You know, uh, so all that all that stuff gets lined out in a good solid company policy, and then then you review it every year or when uh, social networks come out with major policies policy shifts like Facebook has done because uh, the policy also helps craft your editorial calendars, your strategies, and uh, how you how you go about uh, uh, creating and implementing your content. Well, and I think it's also important, um, uh, it's something that you, especially if you have an organizational page, uh, as well is putting your company's policy with regard to your company's Facebook page up on your Facebook page. And that's something you've done for all of our clients. Um, that I, I think helps a lot because it gives them, um, a, a lot of it is just simply talking about uh, hateful language, abusive language, we will delete your post and putting people on notice right. on that. You, you want to, you want to, you know, you want to make the rules very clear up front. Um, you, you know, you can put that in the about us, um, there are other areas that you can uh, uh, you can uh, talk about that sort of thing is how how you're going to go about running your platform and how you expect your uh, uh, your community to pave on the platform. Uh, so, like when uh, if somebody comes up to the Vox Optima Facebook page and posts some sort of uh, hateful, you know. Somebody supremacist uh, content. I'm definitely going to be deleting that off and probably blocking that user for the rest of Facebook's existence. Um, but you know, the folks that you know have you know uh, either positive or at least uh, constructive engagement. Yeah, we definitely want to engage with them. We want to talk with them um, either on the Facebook page or we may say, hey, you know. This sounds like a complex issue. Let's get offline and talk about it so that we can resolve it, you know, to everybody's benefit. Um, it, again, it's it's about it's about the engagement and it's about being constructive and positive, rather than just um, you know trolling and that sort of thing. 
I, I would like to bring up a, uh, like a a scenario, if I could, just, and I'm curious, uh, uh, first from you, Merritt, and anybody, and the other two, if you want to join in, is that uh, let's imagine from an employee perspective, Merritt, that there was an employee that uh, continues, was very active in social media, and they posted often, and they posted things that you found really distasteful, but they were not, uh, uh, they were not abusive, they didn't use bad language, they just said things that really you felt um, that... Uh, you felt personally didn't put you your company in a, in, a, in a good light. What, if anything, would you do about that? Well, the first thing I would do, and this is just human nature, is I would judge that person very hard in my heart. Uh, um, uh, you know, if you're going to uh, uh, put up unlikable things or unfounded opinions, it reflects on you, and it makes me consider you differently as an employee. If I think that it's impacting, I think if I think you're well known enough as part of the Vox Optima brand, um, I'll definitely talk to you um, uh, and point out that uh, everyone's entitled to an opinion. Uh, but be more reasoned, we're actually supposed to be helping uh, shape opinion in a PR firm and ungrounded and uh, uh, somewhat somewhat inappropriate uh, posts aren't helping us tell that story. But I would totally judge them first. <laughs> right. I just think it's an interesting and a, and a difficult world a situation that uh, we just said that had never really existed before in this way. That's you know that I th I think that's true. Uh, uh, certainly, and uh, uh, you know um, we've seen. Uh, uh, I think we've all been shocked by uh, things that uh, good friends of ours or people we've known for a long time have posted. People may have been shocked by things I'm posted, but mostly I think I'm awesome and hilarious on social media. Um, uh, but um, it's uh, <laughs> as everyone's chortling. Uh, you know, I think it's also you need to think about. What your different at what the different platforms are for, the way I am in uh, uh, on LinkedIn is very different than how I am on Facebook. Uh, LinkedIn is really about business networking, about attracting employees, about posting jobs, about finding business partners, and I'm pretty sure no one on LinkedIn cares about videos of my dachshund. They should, they just don't. Well, that's so, true. I mean. Uh, we're, we're, we're getting ready to go to break. Um, Rachel, we're going to pick up with you uh, after break. But, uh, you know, how you respond on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and also what generations use what? Because I find Facebook is kind of is kind of the uh, platform of Generation X, and uh, all of our millennial friends are on uh, Instagram and probably the other stuff I haven't heard of. So we'll break down social media uh, even further by generation on the brand ambassadors. Stay with us. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. 
good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Trends in global business are changing all the time. It used to only be worrying about your competitor across the street, but now that competitor may be across the world. On Global Business with Mahesh Joshi, we discuss the trends in global business, plus issues and solutions that business leaders face today. Each show is guaranteed to teach you something that you didn't know before about global business. Listen live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Gary Potterfield, along with Merritt Hamilton Allen and our special guests today, uh, John Barnett and Rachel O'Sullivan. And uh, just before the break, we were t- beginning to get into a discussion about uh, generational differences in in uh, in social media, who uses what. And I, we're going to get to that. And me, uh, you know, some use Facebook, some use Twitter. Uh, I use Ethereum. Oh, darn it! Wait a minute, that's the wrong subject. Dang, gonna <laughs> Rachel, you were about to say you were about to give your your. Your two cents on that subject, uh, what you what you believe. Uh, uh, so you start us off, and then we'll go around the, the virtual room. Well, with LinkedIn, you know, obviously it's important to keep your profile very professional and and your uh, your uh, uh, career certifications, et cetera, up to date. It's it's a good way to reconnect with old work friends. It's a good way to recruit. Um, now with Facebook, obviously, you know, a much more social uh, venue, but, but I would say that if you're going to use Facebook, 
personally and and professionally with under one profile, you should really be very careful about what you're saying, what you're posting. Obviously, for anybody, this this is true, but um, particularly. You have a, you know, let's say that you're one of these people that takes a lot of pictures of your food when you go out to dinner, but then the next, in the next thing, you're, you're, uh, uh, putting up job posts. I do this, but I do try to stay professional. Maybe I think I stay within the, uh, our, our company's social media, uh, policy, but sometimes I wonder if, if I'm doing the right thing, and I guess I have a question from your perspective, is do you think I'm not judging right? you. I don't judge you, Rachel. I think you're fine on social media. <laughs> All right. You get the stamp of approval. And you know, if I were judging you, you'd be able to feel it. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Well, but I also feel that, that Facebook can be what what is a positive and a negative. And I think that, again, just being aware of what you say and what you do and what you post, those are the most important things that, that we can stress. Well, I, I'd say real quick, uh, I have uh, you know, two, two uh, adult daughters, and uh, one of them uses Facebook for work uh, purposes and, per, and personal. The other one uh, is a is a uh, is a Instagram Snapchatter, and rarely on social on Facebook. So, Snapchat, that's right. John, what do you you said you had some uh, breakdowns of uh, of uh, who's using what? Uh, yeah, uh, I just uh, did some quick internet searches. Um, you know, according to um, one company, PersonalMoneyService.com. Gen Z, which is the 13 to 19 year olds, um, they uh, they spend about half half of their social media time on Instagram, 26% on Facebook, and 23% on Snapchat. Uh, I guess you know, depending on your point of view, the truly sad thing is they have an eight second attention span. Uh, millennials, which are 20 to 35. <laughs> Uh, they spend eight hours a day online, 70%, uh, 70% uh, Facebook, 63% YouTube, and 43% of them want brands to reach out to them, oddly enough, through email, not social media. Uh, the Gen Xers, which are 36 to 49, um, <clears throat> they... Uh, Eh, they they spread out uh, all over the place. Uh, it's kind of like an even mix. About seventy percent, seventy six percent of them spend most of their time between Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and it's one other thing. I don't know what that is. And then of course the boomers like you and me, Gary, um, <clears throat> we don't spend very much time on on uh, online at all. Uh, but if if we are, it's mostly going to be on Facebook or LinkedIn. That's right. The greatest generation, how they won with, with, uh, with social that was, media. That was, our, that was our grandfathers. Yeah, what, how did they use social media? No, we, we, are the, we are the sarcastic generation. I like it. Actually, I was, kind of think, I was kind of thinking about when you were describing yourselves as moderators. I think John and Gary are moderators and Rachel and I are instigators. Yes. I, I, I like can accept that, but uh, I, I do have a bo- uh, slight bone to pick. You guys did not, you forgot one of my titles when you introduced me as director. 
you did not mention director of sarcasm for Vox Optima, so I, I just want to get that on the record. But, Very I, th- but I thought Curmudgeon in Chief covered that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll buy. Oh, it. I'm just getting a message. I'm just getting a message from Emily, and I think she's got an important public safety view that uh, Snapchat uh, is something. If you've got, uh, if you have kids on social media. You really need to be careful. Um, there is a horrible story uh, uh, this week. A little girl in Washington D.C. committed suicide this week because of Snapchat bullying. There are other there are other reasons behind that, but uh, a twelve year old and there's an app that uh, uh, other kids are using to bully, and Snapchat can track kids. Snapchat can track kids, and by doing that, can open them up to predators. So, oh my gosh. Um, uh, yeah, so um, I just want to throw in a little PSA there. Um, you know, we're talking about adults and businesses being careful on social media, but please, please, please make sure your kids are careful on social media and keep an eye on what they're doing. Screen time is more and more important uh, to successive generations and Gen Z, as uh, uh, John described. So um, uh, please be aware of what you're doing. And thank you, Emily, for uh, uh, reminding us uh, that uh, state-sponsored uh, state-sponsored misinformation aside, there is also a lot of other bad stuff out there in social media. Mm. Goodness. Hey, what happens after Gen Z? What are we going to go to? We go back to one? Go back to A? What? What is it? Just curious. Double A. Gen Double A. Gen Double A. Okay. Like the battery. Anyway, I've never, I uh, honestly, I have never Snapchatted. I don't know about the three of you. I've uh, maybe that's uh, generational for me too. I've I just barely haven't Instagram. No, I I don't Snapchat. My son, my twenty one year old son, likes Snapchat, and he likes right. Instagram. Um, but he is also um, unusual well, in I that he also posts on Facebook. So he is social little thing. Well, we we should we should do a shout out. We should do a shout out to the uh, to our Instagram. We had an Instagram um, uh, someone who uh, who liked us on Instagram. Uh, um, I, I forget his name off the top of my head now. The uh, uh, a midfielder for uh, in, in thanks whoever you are. Yeah, no, he's he's a midfielder for a professional soccer team in Valletta, Malta. And we a shout out to you. And it's um, dog on it. Um, it's uh, it's a notorious GK. Yeah, that's right, notorious GK. Hey, Notorious GK, thanks for that. And, Appreciate it. Yes, and thank you. And that was our wonky show on economic bubbles and PR. So right. uh, thank you so much for that. We are cl- we are closing up, but please continue the conversation with us on our own social media. It's easy to uh, find us. Uh, you can find us from the Brand Ambassadors page on voiceamerica.com, or you go to any uh, of the major social media platforms and search for Vox Optima. So uh, thank you, John Barnett. Thank you, Rachel O'Sullivan. Thank you, J.C. Cradell and Emily Gerdick uh, uh, for typing in. And uh, for Gary Potterfield, I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Brand Ambassadors. Please join Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield for another edition next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.